0: fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE.
1: Uh, The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a
1: goddamn debate. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Make sure you check out my website, tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T U D D L E.net. If you haven't had a chance to do it yet, make sure you check out my Reddit uh, form. It's more like a webboard. I wanted it to be a place where people to go and hang out, talk about stuff in their lives, talk about the show you want to tell me how bad I suck, whatever it may be, just go to reddit.com and search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, Would love to start getting some voicemails from you guys. I want to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's going on on the show, some of my opinions, stories that I've talked about, stuff going on in my personal life. If you just want to tell me I suck once again, see, there's a growing theme there. You can give me a call and leave me a voicemail 407 270 3044. Once again, that is 407 270 3044. Now, if you don't want to leave a voicemail and you still want to reach out, you can easily do that. Email me, tuttle at gmail.com. You guys already know my take on politicians. I hate all of them, but if one politician would come in, he would get my full undivided support i would i would mark out to this guy every single day or woman but whoever becomes president or senator that makes it possible where we start taxing churches i will do i will get on my knees and orally please you if we can start taxing churches because You know, I interviewed the comedian pastor yesterday and, you know, he's he's a big mark for God. And and I get it. Like, I'm not going to look down on him for that. Not not at all. But I'm also going to say, yeah, organized religion, not for me, because uh, they're greedy bastards. They do not pay any taxes. They cause a lot of fights, a lot of hate, a lot of wars are all fought over religion. And they get to come in here. They get to make all the money in the world. They get to be shysters, talking about an imaginary guy. And they're still going to get personal protection payday loans or whatever they call them, the PPP loans. And Joel, mother F olstein This guy is the biggest crook ever, ever to be here in the United States of America. This guy got $4.4 million in PPP protection. What the fuck is going on, people? We're giving money to businesses that do not even pay taxes. And there are so many people out there that... Couldn't get one of these because they were supposed to be for small businesses. They were supposed to help people out. And no, we are giving it to the God people. The God people that are just bending us over and giving it to us dry. They are getting all the money. $4.4 million. Do you realize how many people it shows up on a weekly basis on the weekend to see Joel Osteen talk? 52,000 people. Now, I know most of the people, they might not have a lot of money, so let's, let's just go by this, okay? $1 a piece, that is $52,000 a service. Now, you know people are giving more than a buck, so let's go like two. That is $104,000. Oh, do you want to do three? Yeah, that I mean, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. You know that Joel Osteen is worth over a hundred million dollars? His net worth is over a hundred million dollars. Now, I want to read a little bit of this news story. This is from Apple News. Multimillionaire televangelist Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Texas netted 4.4 million in bailouts. Through the federal COVID-19 Relief Program records show, the Houston megachurch, the largest in the nation with 52,000 weekly congregants, received the Forgivable Paycheck Protection Program loan in late July. The loan was the third highest in the Houston area during all of July and August. The outlet noted, citing federal data, Lakewood's PPP check went to pay 368 full-time and part-time employees. Its spokesperson, David Loft, told the Houston Business Journal, he said in-person services that were suspended from March 15th through October 18th due to COVID-19 pandemic impacted its ability to collect substantial donations during those services. Boo fucking poo. Um, You guys aren't paying any taxes. You guys are not pitting into the, the kitty. You know, these people are supposed to come and give you money. It's like you're, you're taxing them to be closer to God. You guys are taxing, but you're not allowed to get taxed. Uh, Joel, why, uh, why didn't you take a, a little bit of that $100 million you had? That is more than enough to pay 368 full-time employees. And let's be honest. I know you get 52,000 people at your church. <coughs> But do do you really need 368 full-time employees? Uh, Yeah, a lot of businesses are letting people off. A lot of businesses are furloughing people. Why do you not get treated the same way? Why are we bailing you out, Joel Osteen? You could have easily dipped in to a million. A million. So what? You're not going to be a hundred millionaire anymore. You're going to be a 99 millionaire. You could have easily helped out your employees. Hell, you know what? Let's go on the safe side. Let's, let's break them off 2 million. You know what? 4 million. So what? You don't have 100. Now you got 96. Does anybody see the hypocrisy in this? Like, seriously. Why is this scumbag, this charlatan, this snakes, or snakeskin oil salesman, whatever you want to call it, get get off on this? It's just not fair. And let's be honest, people were most likely still sending you guys money in. But believing the shutdown would only last a few weeks, Lakewood did not initially apply for PPP assistance during the first half of the program. Love said in a statement, this guy is just spinning and spinning and spinning. However, as the shutdown persisted month after month, given the economic uncertainty, uncertainty, Lakewood finally applied for the PP loan and has been able to provide full salaries and benefits. Why are they getting benefits? He added, it's also important to note that since 2004, pastors Joel and Victoria Osteen have not received salaries from Lakewood Church. Okay, um, this story is absolute bullshit. You're telling me he has not taken anything since 2004, but he is worth over $100 million? I am calling bullshit. The best-selling author came under fire in 2017 following accusations. I brought this up yesterday uh, to the the comedy pastor uh, because he didn't open up his church doors because of uh, Hurricane or Tropical Storm Harvey. The Small Business Administration said it approved more than 5 million loans through the $525 billion program which ended in August. Yeah, um not only does this guy get off without paying taxes, not only does the community just give and give and give to this asshole, he couldn't even open a he could not even be bothered to help out the people in Houston that were underwater because Hurricane Harvey sat there for a week and dumped just Tons and tons of water on them. You know what, though? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you guys are a bunch of suckers. If you go to Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church, you are a sucker. This guy is raping you. He is basically robbing you. He is running your pockets. He's running your pockets. And you guys are thanking him because... Oh, I'm closer to God because Pastor Joel Osteen says that I am. At this point, it's like, you know what? Good for Joel Osteen. Even though I think he's a scumbag, it's not like he's robbing you. He's not running your pockets, really. He. he I know I'm contradicting myself, but the more and more I look at it, it's like, yeah, they need to be taxed. They have to be taxed. But I also don't feel bad for the suckers that are shoveling over piles of their hard-earned money. And this guy, have you ever seen his house? Oh, my God. It's, like, bigger than uh, uh, Never Ever Land or whatever that Michael Jackson had. Yeah, this is what you guys are paying for. This guy's got Ferraris. This guy has limousines. This guy has uh, probably a twenty or 30,000-square-foot mansion. He's got private jets, $1,000 suits, and you guys are just shoveling. You're like, take my money, Joel Osteen. God! If you've been listening to the show the past couple of days, you know that my mom is in the hospital right now. She's up in Gainesville at Shands, which is by far the best hospital in the state of Florida. Now, I've been having to pick up some extra chores, I don't want any of you guys to think I'm being a free loader. I I help pay rent here. I help uh, do a lot of the upkeeping. I do a lot of the lawn stuff, weed eating, mowing, uh, taking the trash out, doing the laundry, stuff like that. Now, my mom has been taking care of the dishes. I despise. I hate, hate, hate doing dishes. I really, really do. And, uh, you know, like. When I get back on my own again, I'm I'm going straight paper plates, styrofoam plates. Whatever it may be, I'm going to go with that. Paper plates. Because I would rather just buy it. I know a lot of the you environmental people are going to be like, "Ah, oh, well, you're 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 leading to the destruction of planet Earth." Guess what? That's how much I hate doing dishes. So, I really don't care about planet Earth. If it keeps me from having to do dishes, I'm all for it. Earlier in the show, I mentioned I want to start getting some voicemails from you guys. And I'm going to give a hat away tomorrow uh, on tomorrow's Tuttle's Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, if you'd leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Best voicemail. Uh, from you guys, I would like to hear from you. What is your least favorite household chore? Uh, vacuuming, dishes, dusting. Uh, I've always lived. And if you have carpet right now, that's on you, man. Uh, I used to when when I was married. Every every house that me and my ex had, we had tiles, so we had the swifter. And we even got a Roomba one time, but that, let's be honest, that Roomba does not do as good a job as a regular human being does. Uh, so so what else? Laundry, making the bed, cleaning the bathroom, taking out the garbage, doing doing the lawn. What What, what is it? What do you hate doing the most? Leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Uh, Best voicemail, will get a Tuttle Daily Podcast hat. It's a flex-fit, fitted hat from my sponsor Stitch You Up, my buddy Eric over there in Deland. Go visit his website, (laughs) stitchyouup.com. So, been trying to find new shows to be able to watch to entertain my dad while my mom is in the hospital, but we ended up watching the movie The... uh, Well, I was going to say The Sixth Sense, but... Uh, uh, Signs. Signs was a great movie. I know a lot of you guys are want to hate on M. Night Shyamalan, and I will agree. It's kind of hard when you come out with a movie like The Sixth Sense as your first big movie. I know he did two before that, but I'm talking about The Sixth Sense. Everybody... Everybody talked about that movie. Everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and and so many people ruined it. That was like one of the biggest ones where people would say, "Spoiler alert!" Yeah, uh, Six Sense had one of the biggest twists when it came to movies that people had ever seen. And then Unbreakable came around. Unbreakable was a good movie, not as great as Six Sense, but was still good. Then. You move on to the uh, Signs, and a lot of people wanted to hate on Signs, but I liked Signs. But I don't know what happened. And you know what? I'll even go one, f- one more further. Uh, the Village. The Village had another big ending twist in it. A lot of these movies had the big twist at the end. Unbreakable um, had the twist. Signs had a twist. Village had a twist. But then when you start just delivering these twists at the end, people are like, all right, they know it's coming. So now is it really a twist? Because now any movie you're watching from M. Night Shyamalan, you are expecting the twist. You're doubting, you're questioning every single thing in the movie. Now, that could be a great thing. That could be a great thing for the movie audience. But you know it's coming. Now, a lot of his flicks really, really dropped off after that. The Lady in the Water, really never even watched it. The Happening, now I did watch The Happening. The Happening was, eh, eh. It's like M. Night ran out of twists, and it really wasn't even a twist. But The Happening, okay, not his best. Not even in the top three. Now, The Visit. The Visit. I heard really great things about it, but I never, ever saw it. Now, now I will say this. M. Night kind of had a little bit of a resurgence because I loved Split. I liked Split. It was a great goddamn movie. And then, then, Glass. So you could put Unbreakable. You could put Split. And you could pick Glass as not a trilogy, but it's in the same cinematic universe. It's It's kind of like its own MCU. So, Unbreakable, Split, Glass. Great. I loved it. Unbreakable was great. Then you went to Split, which nobody knew at the time that Split was a part of it. Split had that return of twist at the end because... You had uh, uh, Bruce Willis sitting in there at that diner at the end. Spoiler alert, people, but the movie came out in 2016. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. But, yeah, yeah. M. Knight's finally coming back. But Signs, I mean, Signs was really, really good. And one of the things that M. Knight was known for when he first started was he would show you... He would show you just little bits and pieces. And that's why probably the budget was so low for a lot of his movies is because you would only get glances. You'd get glances here and there. Not a lot of CGI. Like with The Village, you, you got to see the monster, bits and pieces of the monster, but you really never got to see him until the very end in all its glory. And that was great because in Signs, they did it. Remember when Mel Gibson looks out that window and sees that alien on top of the barn? And then he's out in the cornfield and, and you just see a leg going through the corn? Yeah, dude, it was great. The guy took a lot a lot from the early pioneers of cinema. Uh, he's a big Hitchcock fan. Hitchcock used to do the same exact thing. So ended up watching Signs. And if you're looking for stuff to do uh, during this pandemic because you're shut in, I I highly recommend go back and watch a lot of his other movies because I'm going to do it. I I recently saw Signs. I recently saw The Sixth Sense. Need to watch Unbreakable. The Village. Village is very underrated. Not his best, but still underrated. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily
0: Podcast. (laughs) 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. Give a blind kid your car today. Do you have an elderly loved one that recently bit the dust and now you're stuck with their jalopy? Why don't you consider donating it to 1878 Cars for Blind Kids? We'll give a blind kid grandma's old car. And if you come out every second Tuesday of the month to the old Sears parking lot. you can watch them drive around and bump into each other. It's a great time. 1879 cars for blind kids. Donate your car to a blind kid today. 1978 cars for blind kids. 1978 cars for blind kids. 1978 cars for blind kids. Give a blind kid your car today.
1: Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I am out. Need to go get some gas for my car. Gotta go to Tampa. Not tomorrow, but the day after. I'm to gas up. Need to change the oil as well. But I'm going into the Sunoco. Gotta grab some stuff there. And I also ordered food from Camelot. My dad loves... and. A lot of you people are like, uh, why are you ordering the Philly cheesesteak from a greasy spoon country restaurant in a place called Oak Hill? Well, guess what? It's pretty goddamn good, people. It, it is really good. So, uh, I just got tired of cooking. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I hate doing dishes. And I don't want to dirty up more stuff by cooking. I've cooked every single night since my mom has been in the hospital. And I just want to take a night off. I know I'm sounding like a a housewife. I know that I'm sounding probably like a big old bitch, but I just need a night off. That's all I'm asking for. Give me a night off, please. God, for the love of Christ. All right, let me run into this store. Be back in a few seconds. And this bitch is like all the way. Like, could you have parked any fucking further away from the fucking goddamn gas pump like seriously like like what the fuck is going on all right just leaving camelots and I was telling you about all this great food that they serve and my boring ass self that is taking his dieting way too seriously I I got the grilled chicken strip meal now the grilled chicken strip meal comes with two sides Now, I order the two sides for my pops or my mom. And I get the fried okra fried mushrooms, which I do not partake in. I get to eat some boring-ass Caucasian-looking grilled chicken strips. Not even fried. They are grilled. And then I (laughs) will... I, I made this little spice concoction of a whole bunch of different spices. I've been experimenting with spices. Since uh, I've been eating healthier, I stay away from the salt. I use a little, the tiniest little bit of salt, but I mix it up with all types of spice. A lot of spice. And I made this little concoction, and that's what I use. So when I get home, I uh, mix up my little spice mix and then I put it on my grilled boring ass Caucasian I keep saying Caucasian because white is boring and I uh, mix that up and that's that's what I have. I will I will occasionally use a little bit of mustard on my grilled chicken strips as like a dipping sauce but that's the only thing that I'm gonna eat tonight. I, I will eat some vegetable. I bought a couple of avocados off of the mobile produce stand that comes around to the Hobo Fish Camp every single week. And they got some pretty good avocado. I, I never was a avocado person through my earlier years, my teenage years, or my 20s. Never really was a big avocado fan. But I've been buying a lot of avocado now because, once again... I can't do anything half-assed. I can't do anything normally. I, I have to take it to the extreme and no matter what I do. So I get some really, really weird, weird habits when it comes to masturbation. Um, for one, I'm not a religious person. I, I think I've made that very apparent. But I don't masturbate on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I don't know why, just I've never done it. Kinda hedging my bets. I mean, really, if if there is a Jesus or God, you think God would want you like jacking off during his son's birthday? No. No. I don't th- I really don't think he would. I also don't think Jesus would want you masturbating on his birthday as well either. Now, I also have this other weird thing is that uh masturbation in front of pets, cats, dogs. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of a problem with that. Now, when it comes to sex, sex sex does not bother me as much as masturbation in front of pets. It just, it really never has bothered me. But I would think that dogs would want to get back at us because we do this. Why, why is it? Uh, a lot of humans think that their pet can understand them talking. People, that's, that's not how it works. Uh, other species do not speak other species languages. I mean, I can't tell you one species and we're supposed to be at the top, the top of the food chain when it comes to intelligent species, right? Human beings are at the top of the food chain when it comes to knowledge. Now, If we have not been able to figure out how to understand other species' languages, what makes you think that any other species would be able to understand a goddamn word that we're talking about? Now, I don't understand why humans think that, and we've all done this, all humans are guilty of this. Baby talking to your dog. Hey, what's up? Like, I had Raven and Jazzy. What's up, Raven and Jazzy? How was your day, Raven and Jazzy? Oh, were you a good boy, good girl? Oh, you were? Oh, would you like a treat? You want to go outside? You know what that sounds like to the dog? It sounds like when you watch a peanut special and you hear the teacher, womp, 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 wop womp, 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 womp. That is exactly what dogs are hearing. But a new study comes out, dogs don't understand human speech as well as we think they do, brain scans reveal. Many dog owners will be happy to tell you how smart their four-legged friend is. While canines may seem to know exactly what humans are saying from time to time, a new study finds their vocabulary isn't as robust as their doting owners might think. Researchers in Hungary, I don't know how reliable this report is, I mean, if anybody's going to do this research, why couldn't it be an American uh, in Hungary? Say brain brain scans show dogs actually can't figure out the difference between words they know and ones that sound very similar, but mean nothing. Um, I am going to try to pronounce this. Oh, you know what? I'll try a team from. The Force Lorand University examined a group of untrained dogs from the local community to see just how much human speak our furry friends understand. Although dogs have excellent hearing abilities, the researchers find they don't see the difference in words which only differ by one speech sound. For, for example, a dog's brain tends to react the same way they when they hear dog and dig. Okay, I, I can see that. Overall, dogs can understand various human sounds that come from distinct letters like D-O-G. This is very similar to the neural processing of words by humans. The difference is dogs can only learn a small number of words throughout their lives, according to researchers, even if they live with a human family and hear them speak all the time. So, guys, if dogs could understand exactly what we were saying, don't you think that they would get really, really annoyed by the baby talk? Oh, you've you been a good boy. Oh, you've been a good boy. You want to go outside? Yeah. No, I mean, why? Why? <laughs> the, that, that is why aliens are never, ever going to visit our planet. Because they look at us. They're like, look at these dumb fucking people talking to. Why, why are they talking like infants? to their 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 canine pets or or feline pets. Why why do we do that as humans? Wouldn't wouldn't we be a lot, lot smarter to know like that, oh, just because we're talking like babies, that the pets are going to be able to understand us any better. Uh yeah, that once again, like I said, that's why aliens, if they ever do, like Come here, they're they're gonna invade, they're gonna enslave us because they're gonna be like, yes, these are just like cattle. Aliens are gonna look at us like ants that we pour gasoline down or or would put a magnifying glass over the top of that that anthill back in the day when we were kids. That that is exactly how aliens will treat us. Gonna take a quick break, come back and wrap up the show. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got to take this garbage out. Once again, back to those chores that I was talking about, the ones that people hate. Taking the garbage out has never been one of those ones that I've really hated. I mean, it's really, I mean, the only bad thing about here at the Hobo Fish Camp is that you have to sometimes knife fight a raccoon that is guarding the dumpster. I haven't had that happen as of late, but there was one night. Now, it is not dark all the way here yet, so I can, I can still see a little bit. That's why I'm going out there now, but there was one time when I went out there, tried to put the garbage in the dumpster. I had three raccoons. They jumped me in. They tried to run my pockets. They brought all the smoke in the world. Yes, I'm trying to sound cool with words that I've learned from the internet like uh TikTok and and stuff Instagram whatever it may be world star hip hop uh, here see I always like to kick the dumpster All right I don't hear anything scurrying around in there So I think it is safe to be able to take out this garbage All right let me see Oh yep there we go No raccoon raccoon did not get me So uh I got I I want to thank everybody you know i've been calling you guys supporters and that's the way that i look at you guys as supporters i had by far the best day that i have ever ever had since i started this podcast uh and and i gotta tell you i think i think a lot of it has to do with you guys helping spread the word telling your friends family loved ones neighbors coworkers, uh just random people that are listening to the podcast like hey You check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast yet? No, you haven't. Check it out. Because goddamn, man, the stuff was off the charts today. And I am finally back on iHeartRadio. I know a lot of people like using iHeartRadio. Guess what? I'm back on iHeartRadio. I do not know what happened. I ended up updating my RSS feed. And now I'm back. I'm now back on iHeartRadio, and I don't think iHeartRadio gets enough credit. iHeartRadio is one of the easiest platforms to use when it comes to podcasting. And, you know, Clear Channel, which turned into iHeartRadio, is the biggest broadcasting conglomerate when it comes to radio and TV in the United States. Man, they did a really good job decorating this tree. Ooh. I mean that is amazing i'm gonna have to get my camera out and take a picture of this because it looks brilliant love the tree by the way you guys did a great job decorating the tree Uh, you guys did a great job decorating the tree yeah i like it this is the first time coming by at night seeing it so it's uh, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, they did an amazing job. Uh, she's doing much better. She's getting a little bit better. Uh, no, ma'am, she's not home yet, but she should be back in the next couple of days. The bad thing is that they will not let us go visit her in the hospital because of the, the coronavirus. So, All right, sir, I didn't mean to interrupt. Have a good one. Yeah, I always like that, that couple. I, I forget exactly where they're from. They're from up north. Very, very nice people. But I got to tell you, man. Ooh, this park is not going to make very much money this year. Because this place is empty as F. I mean, it it is deserted compared to what it's been. It's gotten progressively worse every single winter it it just it gets worse and man you can tell a humongous difference when it comes to the amount of people that are in the park this year and I know a lot of it has to do with the coronavirus COVID-19 but I've been to the other parks around here the other parks are slammed full so it's got to go back to the guy that runs the park here The guy that runs the Hobo Fish Camp? Yeah, it is not good. It really is not good at all. I don't... Listen, my parents are out of here no matter what, but I just don't see how this guy can stay in business with as bad and how as horrible as his winter is. My God, it is horrendous okay guys time to wrap up today's show want to thank all of you for supporting the Tuttle daily podcast all of you people that have been here from the beginning you were the start the lifeline of this whole entire endeavor when it comes to the content that i'm putting out and if it wasn't for you guys i would just be stuck in that same exact spot, that moment in time back in March when this pandemic started, uh, I would still be there if it wasn't for you guys telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, coworkers, neighbors, whoever it may be. Without you doing that, this show would not grow. Uh, if you get a chance, make sure you check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, when you go there, make you make sure you subscribe, uh, give me the thumbs up button, and uh, hit that bell button, because when you hit that bell button, it's going to alert you after you subscribe anytime that I go live or put up any brand new content. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Appreciate every single little thing you do for me, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
0: concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast
1: hey yo terry what's going on